what you used to. Right? This is what you Welcome to the Brown Paper Bag. God dang it, I'm a... up already. This is terrible. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's start this over again. All right, happy Monday, and welcome back to the Brown Paper Bag Podcast. My name is Saul G. You can follow me at 50 Shades of Saul G on Twitter. You can follow the entire Lee Bray Network. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's gonna be a funny show, man. So if y'all tune in tonight, man, it's gonna be a great show. I think it's gonna be a great one because uh yeah, speaking of technical difficulties, man. Uh you're not watching this over there at Libre TV. Uh the haters at the uh server are still trying to hate on us, but uh it's all good. Uh we we working on it in the back and we're gonna go ahead and get that back up. But um I'm always joining this often. Let me see, because you should be on this side now. So I'm always joined by yeah. what's up, man? What's going on? Uh uh inspire as a block. You can catch me on Twitter and IG and Libre TV and Inspires the Block, also middlepassmedia.com. Uh, man, same old, same old. Just another day, not a dollar day because I ain't work, but uh, no. <laughs> all is well. Yeah, I, I was trying to work today, man. You know, man, I'm going to say shout out to, I'm, I'm up here in Memphis, man. So shout out to all the, the people out here in Memphis, man. You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to call out a, a lot of places I heard in a couple of songs. I ain't from none of them, so y'all don't get mad at me, but you know. Shout out to Orange Mound. Shout out to Ridge Crest. Shout out to North Memphis, man. So uh, we we in the building for about another. Uh, however long this show go, then uh, I'm getting the hell up out of here because uh, <laughs> Memphis is a little a little get <laughs> <You know what laughs> <I'm saying? laughs> Can't be in Memphis after jug, but uh, it's all good, man. Um, man, uh, we're gonna go ahead and do it tonight, even though mine you probably saw it already won't fit in this brown paper bag. No, it, <laughs> it wouldn't be the brown paper bag if you didn't have your brown paper bag ready. So, Mr. G. Fraser, uh, what you sipping on tonight, homie? The original, man. The uh, Corona. Oh, shit, won't come out the back. The corona. <laughs> okay, so you sipping on the Corona tonight, man. And, uh, yeah, uh, in my brown paper bag, man, uh, I'm sipping on this uh, gallon of uh, Nestle Pure Water. Uh, yeah, because uh, it's just been a long day, man. I don't really want to get too much into it, but, uh, you know, some people uh, need to take their job a little bit more serious because uh, people out here trying to get some money. And uh, you know, show that water again. Show that water. Yeah, you got a long way to go, brother. You just. Well, I'm just saying, I, I didn't pop the top on that one. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I just been, well, I, I just been chilling for the most part. So I ain't gonna. Would you drink one a day? I try to do two. Try to do two. Damn. And I found out I was wrong. Remember the last time I told you it was ninety when we had our, uh, <laughs> another wonderful discussion. You'll find on the brown paper bag is uh metric measurements of uh water <laughs> but uh, it was 128 ounces is a gallon i think we said 96 on the show so that oh, would be right. another so it'd be like having 10 bottles of uh, water yeah that's so it's a lot but yeah, um so but yeah man we got we got a good show for y'all playing tonight man because we're gonna get into some topics that have been uh 
pretty toasty on a couple of other shows, man. We're going to kind of drop our opinions on it. Uh, and some other recent conversations that I've been having lately. Um, I'm back on Facebook, man. Um, are you? Are you? You're not on. You're not on that 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 platform, right? That we live. We we live over there right now. Nah, we not live on Facebook because I forgot to click it on. I didn't know, but we were supposed to be. But uh, it is what it is. We'll be live next week on Facebook. So uh, I I done got back on the Facebook, man. You know, getting getting my legs, uh, get you know, getting my toes wet back in the Facebook game. But it's it's real different over there when I be talking. I be talking, then I see my aunt and my uncle and my dad and my mom, and it's like yeah, everybody on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. So it's, a little, it's a little different move on Facebook. On Twitter, you know, I be talking crazy. You know, I might put some reckless stuff up there. I don't put some reckless stuff up on Facebook, but it ain't as bad as what you see on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll be broadcasting live from there because I got I to gotta figure out what's going on with Libre. They over there trying to hate on us, but uh, it will be ready uh, uh, by Wednesday, man. So uh, let's get – right into things tonight man like i said we got a good topic if you're probably watching us you don't know what the topic is but if you saw the um if you saw the if you actually watched the actual uh like commercial for it uh we're gonna be talking about the importance of finance in a relationship so we're gonna get to that but man we gotta go ahead and go straight to our favorite segment of the day and i'm gonna let my boy uh bring it in i am ready all so right. let's get to that first and only segment we gonna do tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Smash. Keep your legs up. Keep your legs up. Keep your legs up. Keep your legs up. I keep you wet up. I keep you wet up. I know you fed up. I do it better. Let a nigga inside. Yeah. Let a nigga inside. All right. Or make it last. Right, man. And who is the uh, object of desire tonight? Uh, young Miami from the, the, the infamous group out of Miami, Florida. Uh, the high, I mean, uh, damn, what is it? Uh, City Girls. Yeah, City okay. Girls. Okay. Um, I was going to say, you know, uh, I will take uh, full responsibility for the uh, awful uh, <laughs> the awful rendition that we did last week in the pick. So, um, since yeah, that was I, all him. Once again, um, I was just doing it because it was valid. Uh, I don't. I don't have no love. I don't really have no hate for it either. I just don't support uh, people with horrible content. So that's just me. But um, you want to let the people know a little bit about her? Maybe why she was in the news recently and why she's just being brought up? Well, she was on this show called. Um, it's on on Revoke TV. Okay. I think what is it? Justin it, Puffy Son. Justin Combs and another guy named Justin. Can't think of his last name. But they got this little show on um on Revoke TV and also on YouTube. And they have all these celebrities on there. They be asking some of the wildest questions. Okay. <laughs> and they had her on there the, the previous episode. And okay. she was talking about how, you know, she 
a broke cat ain't got enough time of day for, you know, and how her baby daddy, um, you know, had spent 50000 on her furniture. I mean, she just was talking like, you know, hey, if you ain't no rapper or no successful ball player, you ain't got a shot in hell. At oh, all. wow. You know, so, and this okay. is why she's part of Smash Pass and make it last. All right, cool. So, uh, you know, you normally go first. So I'm going to go ahead and let you continue that tradition. So when it comes to uh, Young Miami, no O, uh, are you going to smash, pass, or make it last? I am going to pass. Okay. Now, is there um, is there another um, is there is there is there a good reasoning? Is she not uh, smashable in your in your opinion? Well, I think because when it comes to a woman, even right. on the smash, <clears throat> excuse me, even on the smash tip, right? You want them to be thinking from a level that's earthly and relatable. Okay, right. I think that this young lady. She looks very attractive. I've seen her in videos and stuff like that. Once again, she's another one who, you know, I, you take off all that, take the wig and makeup off. And right. We don't know what she look like. But on the surface of it, just based on the pictures and videos I've seen, she's you know, a nice little attractive woman. But listening to her speak, right, I think that that would be the issue with me is that, you know, I, I don't think that she's mentally developed, especially when everything is based around money. When it comes to relationship, it's, it's money. And I don't think that, you know, when a woman thinks like that, they not incorporate nothing else that could be tangible or sustainable in a relationship. It's just all about money. So for that reason, that's why I'm going to smash. I mean, a pass, excuse me. <laughs> Got you, man. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know too much about it because I think we did, uh, what's the other girl? I was going to say Juicy J, but it ain't Juicy J. Uh, um, JT. We had JT on the show before. And I think I passed. I think I passed too. Okay, so if I passed on JT, but then I smashed on Cardi B. Huh. Cardi I'm relatable. Good. Yeah, I know. I know. But um I'm just trying to figure out do I just you know, do I want to hit two out of three, you know, from the uh twerk video. <laughs> I'm just you know, I just want to try to, you know, but I want to remain consistent with, 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 with how I do things on the show. I, I'm gonna be consistent, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass as well. Um, let me take this picture down. I, I, I'm gonna have to pass for a multitude of reasons. Uh, number one, uh, I gotta, I gotta remain consistent, even though uh, Cardi B was a special case. Um, I, uh, you know, she don't have her natural hair. Um, looking at her, I mean, she's okay. She's not nothing that I would look twice on the street. She actually looked like a chick I used to date, to be honest with you. But she didn't have all the the fake stuff on. I'm pretty sure that's a very expensive watch. But I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, she's she's average. You know what I mean? She has the the clout of being in the city girls, but but look wise, right? Like I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, I mean, honestly, I think JT looks better than she does. So 
yeah, if I was going to pass on JT, I would definitely pass on her because look-wise, she just looks kind of sort of average to me. And that's average with a lot of money, a lot of makeup, a lot of weed, all the rest of that stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and pass on that, man. So, I think they got some fire music, though. I don't listen to this few of their songs. They be rapping their ass off on some songs. But, I mean, I don't like I say, for me, it's, 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 it's the mental, their mentalities that gets me in it as if they were always rich. Like, I can understand that if you're born into a family, you were well off, then I, I get that. That's what you're accustomed to. That's what you're used to. Right. But they come from probably Miami Garden somewhere, the straight trash hood or somewhere, and they want to act all bougie now because they're getting a couple of dollars. You know, and I, I think that amount of money is subjective. I mean, like I said, well, we'll get off into that later, so I don't want to go too far. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but that's my whole thing. I mean, like I said, if I looked at her and she was just walking up the street, I probably wouldn't look twice, man, because she just she just basic to me. You know, what I mean, she's not. There's nothing about her that I'm just like. She's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, she like I said, she's she's just got a lot of more. She's more or less got a lot of more fame. She's not one of the people that I consider extremely attractive or anything like that. But that's yeah, the way I really. Um, so let's get right into the topic, man. Um. We wanted to talk about, and I got another, I got a couple of angles that I'm going to bring up too, based on some, some things that I've seen on Facebook, now that I've been back on Facebook, and <laughs> a couple of podcasts that I've been watching lately. Uh, this has some very interesting topics. So, number one, we're talking about how important are finances, economics, and a relationship for finding a partner. It's basically like, what is the importance for a woman? I think we, we kind of did something like this similarly another time, but I think we did it from our perspective. Like when we picking a woman, how important is her finance? But yeah. like, let's start it from this side. How important do you think uh, finances are to a woman picking a man? I think it's a lot because I don't think that nowadays, you know, not, and don't get just that I'm not broad stroking. I always love to say I'm basing it on my point of reference or what I see mm-hmm. on television or on social media. But I think now, based on the trajectory in which people are going mentally, especially with women, they, that's what they marry first for or get into a relationship for, which I understand you want to have a level of security and comfort, right? Okay. But if a guy making $60,000 a year, uh, he, he ain't got a chance in hell with you, even though he may be everything on that checklist mm-hmm. other than that, because some people consider that to be broke. Yeah. Especially in the entertainment field, like, you know, they cost money broke, even though he may have a house paid for, yeah. you know, a, a nice car, credit score at about 800. You know, he man, take I, annual trips, got him a little boat in the backyard. Like, that's broke God, to some they, people, man. They're they like, not checking for you at 60, no. They're not checking for you. Even 100,000 based on the entertainment field, you could be pulling yeah, a couple hundred thousand, yeah, a couple, couple hundred thousand a year. They would consider you broke, even though your money is more secure than theirs, because it's going to come a point in time where, hey, your, the way that you get your money is going to dry up. It's going Correct. to come to a screeching halt. Yeah. Um, oh, you was done? I just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, like, this is my thing when it comes to, to money and women, right? I always say everybody has a certain lifestyle that they want to, I guess, everybody, everybody can say they want to have the best lifestyle possible. Understandable. It makes sense. However, I believe at the end of the day, you have to decide what's most important for you. Because while I do think when people say I'm looking for a man that will provide, I say, well, at what level? 
You understand what I'm saying? Because providing can mean different things to different people. Having a different job, air quote, a doctor and a teacher provide hypothetically in the same way. They just provide mm -hmm. in different levels. You understand? The doctor could just probably have, you know, a couple more bedrooms, a couple of a, a couple of levels, nicer cars. But at the same time, a man who is a teacher can provide for his family. It's not like he is un incapable of doing that. I think the major problem that women have is they focus on the 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 level instead of just focusing on the fact that this man is working and this man is doing something. So I think providing honestly is the number one thing that women look for. I think they have thrown out, uh, you know, uh, chivalry, what some people used to talk mm -hmm. about. Um, I think they have thrown out even how they get treated because a lot of times how they get treated is reflective upon how much stuff you buy them. So I would start the conversation off and say that I think finances is probably the number one priority for women when they're trying to find a guy. Mm -hmm. Um. No, I totally agree with that. And um, yeah, it, it, but it once again, it's not broad stroked because, I mean, you know, I'll take myself, for example. I don't I'm far from making uh, a ton of money or the money that I would like to make in life. Correct. However, I based on what I make, I can provide a few things and my wife is happy with that. Right. You know, and, you know, to some people on the outside looking in may think I got more money than what I actually have. Because of trips and stuff like that and, you know, stuff like that, I'm able to make sure that we be able to do throughout the years and provide, you know, a few of the wants. Yeah. But that's just what it is. It's my wife content with the way I provide for them. But but see, you know? this is my thing, right? What is it? And, that, and that's what I always tell people, because to me, you got to look at levels, right? Let's just go ahead and say there are two levels. Let's just say for the for the purpose of this conversation, we're going to say we're going to set you at 50. Okay. And then we're gonna set somebody else at a hundred thousand dollars. If you're making fifty grand a year, and at the end of the year, out of that fifty grand, you have ten thousand dollars left over, versus the man who makes a hundred thousand dollars a year, and at the end of that year, he has five thousand dollars left over. Who's really doing better? Is it the person who saved ten, or is the person that still has five? So I think a lot of times people don't understand that there's levels to this. You know, mm -hmm. like I make pretty good money, right? You know, I am pretty close to being in a, 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 a upset position based on some some political things that could happen. But I don't live at my me. I don't live at my rate. Right. Mm -hmm. I used to be a teacher making like forty two thousand dollars a year with, with my coaching stipend. So what I would try to do is I would say I want to live as close to I was as a teacher so I can try to save more money so i can be able to do more things the problem is a lot of people when they say oh i want a man that makes six figures or whatever the case may be i have a question right when you hear that are they talking about gross or net they don't know i don't think they do <laughs> because when I they say, know. i want a man making a hundred thousand dollars a year well let's go ahead and analyze that if you make a hundred that probably means net you're going to see 65 because mm -hmm. they're going to take about 35 to now maybe 40%. So you're going to see 60 to, to 40,000 of that. So you're only going to be making 60. So really you don't want to make a man that makes over a hundred thousand. If you want to see $10,000 a month, you want him to net $10,000 a month, which is a mm. whole different scenario and category because if you make like 250, they're going to almost take half. 
Mm-hmm. So you basically gonna be right there. So you basically want a man to make two hundred fifty thousand dollars because after taxes he gonna be at about one twenty five. But that's my thing. When people talk about they want a man to make a certain amount of money, I'm like, well, what are you spending your money on? Because yeah, I can buy some of the stuff I hear about in songs, but I don't. And Sandra's not crazy enough to ask me for it. You know, <laughs> you know, a Birkin. What am I gonna go buy you a Birkin bag for? Man, I wouldn't buy a bag well, if I if I had puffy no money. I'm not. Why would I go spend thirty thousand on Just a bag? Just if you can. No, I, I wouldn't that, do it. But that's the reason why I think a lot of times when people have these numbers and they start saying, "Okay, well, this is the type of life I want to live," I'm like, "Okay, so what type of? I mean, like." To me, if you take out all the stuff that you're trying to use to impress people, like right now, I'm like, I got a shirt on at Wal, I got this thing at Walmart, I paid seven dollars for it. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. I don't, I mean, I'm on the road, I'm doing what I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, do I need to go to the Gucci store? Do I need to be out here in my truck wearing Gucci around the truck stop? You know what I mean? I'm getting yeah. out with a pair of uh, you know, red uh what 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 the cat, not a red bottom, but uh What's the ones the red wing boots? You know what I mean? Do I need some uh I don't even know what 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 is expensive? Do I need like five? That's a lot. Yeah. Balenciaga's. Balenciaga, that's the other one. Do do I need that hopping out this truck every single day? You know what I mean? But do you do you need it if you want if you're not hopping out the truck? But that's my point. It's like people want to make all this money to get stuff. Yeah. It ain't about like what you do in your day to day. You understand what I'm saying? Because you can still eat good. You know, I say poor people eat good. You know what I mean? So it's like we're not even really thinking about this from a logical perspective. I just feel like it's too much focused on that um, on that material stuff. That's why we get problematic. We start talking have about you ever, What's up? Have you, have you ever, since we're talking about material stuff, have you ever heard of a watch called a Richard Millie? Nah. I was going to say, when it comes to watches, it's, it's a, I know about Rolex. Uh, the the what is it? Tag Tag Hour, I think. Tag Tag no, Hour. I never heard that one. And uh, I know <laughs> I know about Movado and Seiko. That's about that's about as far as you gonna get with watches. Well, with well, with me, I only heard it because of the rappers. At first, I didn't know what they was talking about. I remember asking my brother because we heard a couple songs, and I'm like, "What is what is a Richard Millie?" He like, uh, "I don't know, some rich nigga shit." Now, that's like, put it. And so I googled it. Yeah. These are wristwatches that cost <laughs> like. Like no less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Come on, man! And, no. and they sum it up most ugliest shit that you could ever see. Right? But, no, nothing special about them. Like a car don't come with them, a house, or nothing. But but what makes looking bag so special? Have you ever? Seen I don't it? either. Yeah, I see. I googled it. Yeah. And that's but what I'm saying. When you Google one, you're like, "This what y'all making all this fuss about?" Like mm-hmm. to me, it's a situation where I don't care what nobody say. We are so influenced by hip hop and the rap industry. It's not even funny. Like everything that we pretty much do in the black community, like material wise, is based off something you heard in the rap song. Yeah. Yeah, what I'm saying? Like, if you think about, I can't think of any, like, let's take alcohol, for example. The most popular liquors are all through rap songs. Yeah. Nobody, no, I haven't yet to hear a rap song talk about Tito's. But they'll talk about Ciroc, but they will never talk about Tito's, no nothing else. They'll talk about that. You understand what I'm saying? Patron, everything that we do, all of our, you know, Cartier, 
Louis, I mean, I don't even feel like going through all these names, but everything that we kind of sort of put any sort of value in, it came from most of the time it comes from music. Because yeah. without it, we wouldn't know. And and it's too, especially in the music with the guys, or even in the clubs, you know, when you see them tables full with all them bottles, it's kind of like $500 a bottle. Mm-hmm. It's really to impress the women. Correct. Oh, they over there drinking, uh, like you say, Douce. Yeah. They drinking Ace of Spades. But the question is, where did you hear about that stuff from? The rap music. Well, those two are named in particular, those Jay-Z brands. Correct. But but that's but, what I'm saying. Like I don't all, know him personally. The, You're right. I heard him, through, him rapping about it. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, all the stuff that people be sitting there trying to put a lot of value in. I know it's. I'm, I'm not even saying it's a neck. I'm just saying, I'm just being honest. Right? That's what it is. We are heavily influenced by the hip-hop, the entertainment industry, because we want to emulate their image so if they're wearing it or they're doing it like uh man you know what i was coming up with uh fat farm uh iceberg i remember iceberg was a big deal you had an iceberg sweater man with like you know they had the cartoon character man you was doing something or uh what was the (laughs) one from uh australia that folks was rocking for a minute uh uh echo uh, huh echo not not echo it was expensive oh um and hardy Nah, 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 nah. Dang it. What's oh. the name of expenses? Well, I'm going to tell you, I was out here in the streets. Like, I was in the streets. No, street, but but it, was, it was real popular in the 90s, though. Um, It wasn't cross colors. It was, it was. I'm telling you, like, cats Coogee? was rocking. Huh? Coogee? Coogee. Yes, a Coogee sweater. Correct. Like, once again. Bill, Bill Cosby made them famous. But, you, but once again, it's not like. I mean, everything that we used to rock used to pretty much be something that we would see in the entertainment industry. Yeah. So, even Biggie said it best. He said, "Black and ever, black as ever, and ugly." We say, "Black, ugly, and ever." Yeah, However, I, 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 say, I say, "Gucci down, down to the socks, rocks and wing field with rocks." <laughs> yeah. But that's I, what I I'm saying. It, but. but 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 that but once again, everything was built off of some sort of rap song, built off something that we were listening to. Um, now I want to ask you the next question, man, because this is a question that um, uh, uh, I heard Kevin Samuels talking about. I heard a couple of people talk about, but I definitely want to talk about this aspect. Now, something that Kevin Samuels says, and I, I want to have this discussion. Do you believe a man who makes six figures a year has the right to... I'm not going, well, I'm going to use the exact same terminology. He doesn't use the term cheating. He says you have the right to exercise options because you are in the top 10% of men. So you basically shouldn't have to be dedicated to one woman. So what he's saying is if you make, and you're in the top 10% of men, you should be able to exercise your, exercise your options. It's not cheating because Many women are trying to get at you, so you're not cheating. You're just exercising the options that are available to you because of your hard work. And I'm going to ask this in a two-part question. The first part is, do you agree with that? Uh, no. Okay, why not? Well, the reason why, because I don't think that money places value on the person. I'm going to play right. Kevin Samuels for a little bit, but let me, okay. let, me, let, me, let me put my Kevin Samuel glasses on real quick. I'm going to play Kevin Samuels real quick. So, okay. All right, so let's go. All right. So, no, I don't think that money places value on a person if, you know, um, 
regardless of the money that you make, are you trying to attract these women based off the money that you make? Or do you feel like the money that you make gives you a leg up or an advantage over everybody else? Because I remember, what was it, back in the days, I'm, I'm going to come with another hip-hop quote, when Ice Cube say, how ugly dude get a fine girl number? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, just, once again, I don't believe that the money gives you value. You give the, value, the, the money value, but not the other way around. Because just because a person got money don't mean they real. They can be okay. fake as shit. Okay, like I said, tonight I'm going to be Tevin Samuel. I ain't going to be Kevin. I'm going to be Tevin. <laughs> Tevin Samuels. Okay. Well, that's a great explanation you had there, my brother. But as a high-value man, uh, I work 10 to 12 hours a week. So me working as hard as I do, uh, I should really be able to enjoy myself because what is a woman bringing to the table that is going to be equal to the amount of money that I bring? Because I'll tell you like this, beautiful women exist everywhere. But a black man like me, who is in the top 10% of earners, I'm rare. And because I'm rare, they're going to have to share me. Uh, well, first and foremost, you're not rare because there's people like you popping up everywhere. Right? First and foremost. Secondly, your money, you can lose that. So if you're basing the relationship off the value that you place on yourself based on the money, it can come a point in time, economy hit uh, crashes hit hard enough you can lose that money all right well hold on 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 well number one you're not gonna over talk me yeah that's how <laughs> that is it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna over talk me young man you're not gonna over talk me tonight young man um what percentage of black men earn six figures a year that i don't know hang on i can't give you uh, that just, number. just give me an estimate uh estimate percentage i would say 40%, 40 to 45%. 5%. Yeah, okay. We will. I don't know what it. Do you know how much the average black man earns? Probably about 30000 a year. $41,200. So if I'm making $250,000, I'm making six times the amount that the average black man makes. So if I'm able to provide six times the amount of this brother, why shouldn't I be able to have six times the women? You just, I mean, because the money, once again, does not give you value. It's an illusion. It ain't number of pieces. give me value. No, it doesn't. It's an illusion. Because at the end of the day, you could be a rotten to the core person. Just because you got money don't mean you get to toy with people's emotions and feelings. Well, we're not so, worried about feelings. The problem is, that's what the problem with women these days is. They get too emotional. Well, it sounds like you need some counseling, brother, because uh, uh, apparently something going wrong with you. You need to. Nah, <laughs> the women it. understand when they with Tevin Samuels, what's going on? You understand what I'm saying? They know that I'm not going to hold my spear held accountable to one woman because I, I just make too much money. And that is what a man's value is based on the amount on his ability to provide. Has nothing to do with his looks. Has nothing to do with him in the bedroom. Has nothing to do with any of those things. A man's value is based on his ability to provide, while a woman's value is based on her beauty. No, I differ with that still. I mean, to each his own, once and foremost, uh, first and foremost, to each his own. Secondly, I would say this here. I think that we're basing what we believe the function of a man and woman is in this society based off the norms of the society, which is totally incorrect. So if... You know, a woman's only value is her looks, which I totally differ with. Then, you know, hey, 
that's that's your belief. Once again, the money don't make the man. The man makes the money. And what? if you feel like the money makes you, that's each his own. But at the same time, you're going to be lonely for a very long time because you're only going to find a woman that's actually going to get with you for your money. And the what? minute that it's gone, uh, so is she. Well, let's talk about that, brother. Um, you watch you watch shows like The Animal Planet. No, I've been a long time. I, I have. Okay, so you have right. Uh, what animal in the animal kingdom is monogamous? They animals. They move off instinct. That's not even a fair equation. But we're animals, sir. We are mammals. Yeah, we though. First of all, you are mammals, but at the end of the day, we have logic and and, and reason and, and intellect. So you can't equate animals who move merely off instinct to the thinking and capability of a man. For example, in an animal kingdom, a lion ain't gonna wake up and say, you know what? I ain't eating no gazelles today. It's strictly rabbits. No, they catch whatever come their way. It's their natural instinct. Us, on the other hand, we can pick and choose what we want to eat. So that's a that's not a fair equation to use an animal that you that moves off instinct compared to a human being who has intellect and logic and reason. So what you're telling me, Tevin Samuels, is that to compare human beings to the animal kingdom is not a good comparison. No, it's not. Well, let me, when you let understand, me when you understand, when you, when you so, understand the nature of each one. Okay, let me let me let me deep dive into that a little bit. A lion out there, he has a pride. Tons of women out there. Are the women concerned about his relationship with the other lions and the pride? No, because it's just their instinct not to. It ain't that they, they it's, it's their instinct. That's just how they function. What about it has nothing though? to do with their thinking capacity. They don't have a, a, a wide range of thinking capacity you, or you logic a, and reason. But you have a dog, right? Yes, I do. Is your dog in a monogamous relationship? She ain't in nothing right now. You in a goddamn cage. <laughs> so. That's exactly my point. But if there was a, a I'm not going to, yeah, if there was a female dog available, <laughs> uh, would your, do you believe that your dog would um, comply to his uh, more carnal desires? It's his instinct. Like he, no, he's not gonna just have one little one. He gonna just hit one female dog, but he'll hit a dog in the middle of a street. He'll hit another dog in front of everybody. Humans don't function like that. It's just their instinct to do that. Okay. So it's still a bad comparison. Okay. Well, hold on. I, Tevin Samuels, have another question for you. Okay. <laughs> now. My good brother, I'm going to ask you the second part of my original question because I'm going to go ahead and give you that first part of that argument. But I want to ask you the second part. Tevin Simons, I don't know how in the hell you're following this. Is this, this big? Because, man, I swear I, I could crush you. <laughs> but hold on. But hold on now. I got to get to the second part. <laughs> Come on, man. If a woman says, I won't date a man unless he makes six figures a year. Six figures a year is the entry. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot get in the club her without making six figures a year. She don't know nothing about your personality, your heart, you know, what you like in the bedroom, what type of job you have, whether it's leak. She don't know nothing about you. The only thing she knows is the bottom line. Now, if a woman says that is her standard, that is her way to enter the door. Do you now agree with I, Tevin Samuels, that I should be able to have multiple women because if she's going to make money her number one priority, then 
why can't I share it if I got enough money to go around? I still say no because she ain't shit either. If if that's all that she cares about, and that's the bottom line as a person making six figures. Well, well hold on, hold on. Now you are now talking about seventy percent of our queens now. If that's how they're thinking, yeah, they ain't shit. So what you're trying to tell me is a woman who would make her asking price a hundred thousand dollars at the door. You're trying to tell me that woman is no good because she should be looking for something past that. No, she should be looking something that's sustainable. Once again, we live in America. If anybody understands the American economy, if the dollar crashes, your six figures don't mean shit. It becomes a piece of paper with a white, a dead white man's face on it. So if that's what she's basing it on, then yeah, she's in a position mentally to where she needs to be checked out. Once again, money do not make people. People make money. People should not place their personal value on what they bring in a year. Okay, I'm going to disagree. And this is why I'm going to disagree. Okay. I believe as a man who is a high value man, a respectable high value man, that if a woman is with me solely for my money, then I should have the option to exercise my options. Number one, because like I said, if I'm making six times what the average man is making, and she already told me that I couldn't get my foot in the door without making a certain level of money, then yes, I am going to have six times the amount of women of an average man. That just to me makes sense because I have gone out here. I have done what is required. I went to medical school. I started my own business. I just didn't decide that, um, you know, making minimum wage, or, or just doing some other job. I said, I want to have the best for my life, the finest, and I have amassed a good amount of wealth in this country. So if she's going to prioritize my wealth, then why shouldn't I be able to do what I want to do as well? And, and, and I hear it on love. Because I just wanted this, let me go ahead and get this other disclaimer. I, Tevin Samuels, do not believe that love is a part of a relationship. It is not a requirement for marriage. It is, uh, to me, something that you see in a Disney movie, sir. You have these fairy tales showing women love and what women want. And women have all these these, 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 these uh, uh, things they want a man to do. They want a man to be six feet. They want a man, he got to be a, a porn star in the bedroom. He's got to do all of these different things just to be acceptable. He's got to make a lot of money. But a woman just show up and she got to be cute. And if she's cute, she now has access to everything that I've worked to build, everything that I've tried to do, everything that I have going on. So like I said, as I'm sitting here as Tevin Samuels, I have multiple questions, my brother. Why shouldn't I be able to benefit off the fruits of my labor? Because as a high value man, I'm not out here searching for women. Women know when I pull up what it is. <laughs> Man, it's high value. Hold on, man. High value man. Who coined yes. that term? You did? Yes, I Tevin Samuels coined the term high value man. Do you know the do you know the definition of me, Tevin Samuels? Uh I I can guess, but well, apparently it's, 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 like, it's like it's like it's like a, a prestigious man. Well, I'll just give you my textbook definition. Uh number one. Uh, $10,000 a month or higher for at least five years. Uh, number two has a circle 
of high value friends, and he is recognized as his peers by his peers as being a high value man, and he brings some sort of value to his network of men. That is my definition of a high value man. Okay. So, um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, it's kind of corny, right? But I understand people like categories and stuff like that. So you've created one to have an argument with sisters. But okay, keep going. But the thing is, these are the things these women are saying. Because I'm going to take you through what I, Tevin Samuels, do with 90% of my callers. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll ask a woman this. Uh, young lady, would you, after getting pregnant with your first child, like to have to work to pay significant bills? And you know what the majority of the women tell me? What they'll say. Uh, Mr. Fraser, they tell me no. So once again, we have these women out here going out here getting these degrees and they end up being useless. Let me tell you why. Because at the end of the day, they want to sit in the house after they get pregnant. So mm. I, Tevin Samuels, ask another question. And I say, what city do you live in? And you can just throw any city out there. Oh, uh, I'm in Atlanta. I'm, I'm, I'm where I like where I'm from. Okay. So in Atlanta, how much would a man have to earn to, uh, you know, this? Just a random question. How many kids would you would you like to have? Uh, I only got one, and that's all I'm keeping. That's all I want. Okay, so we're going to say you want to have one kid in Atlanta. So how much would a man in the city of Atlanta have to make to take care of a family of three to live comfortably in the middle class? Well, once again, those terms are subjective. If we're going based off of um, the United States or America's definition of middle class. Let's go based class, off the IRS standard. Of what the middle class is, uh, what about a hundred thousand a year? Wrong. You would need to make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in Atlanta. That would be half a million dollars in LA and another half a million dollars in a place like New York. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars is what it would take to raise that child, sir. So oh, I differ. So when a woman says that she wants to stay at home and she doesn't want to have to work to pay significant bills, then what that tells me is she's looking for a high-value man, a man that's making $250,000. So if that is what she wants, that is the reason why me, Tevin Samuels, as a high-value man, I am able to pick and choose what I can do. Because this is what women want. And this is what 90% of the women who call into my show want. They don't want an average man. And I tell them all the time, if you want a man to be loyal and faithful and worship the ground on you go get you a man that's not making six figures but you know what the majority of them tell me they tell what me they that's tell not what they want they want that high value man because they want that lifestyle and they want everything that comes along with it but not all women want that though right that's 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 the that's the conundrum in this situation all women don't want that but it's based on my that show you... and i only deal with high value <laughs> on the kevin Samuel show so based on my show, I am putting the percentage that 90% of women <laughs> want the top 10% of men. Well, you make the rules on your show, so you're correct. I mean, I can't argue with the rules on your show, but uh, logic and reason speaks otherwise. Okay, but go ahead, Mr. Uh, Samuels. All right. So then the last question I have for you, brother, because we've been talking about finances and economics today. Based on my show, we have a lot of women 
that come on there and they tell us about the value and about instilling value and about creating value. So my question is, if you had to place a salary or you had to place a number on what a woman brings to the table, right? Let's just say we're not going to speak about our personal situations, right? We're going to say if a woman tells you, you meet a woman and she says she's she's attractive, she's submissive, she's going to cook, she's going to clean, you know, she's going to do pretty much whatever you feel needs to be done. Put a dollar value on that, sir. How much she brings in annually? No, I'm saying what a woman brings to the table, uh-huh. right? Like the cooking, the cleaning, the the we can't involve sex because that is a uh, that is a uh, that's something that you know she's receiving something as well. But we're talking about even though she cooks for herself, but you understand what I mean. Her cooking, her cleaning, her submissiveness, her support. Put a dollar value on that. Oh, gotcha! I got you. Uh, I said about about fifty thousand. Exactly. So let's say if all that is worth fifty thousand dollars, then why me, Tevin Samuels, as a high value man, I I'm worth that that's chump change to me. Why should I allow a woman to just get up get around on her looks when you have just valued everything that she can bring to me, Tevin Samuels, a high value man? Why should I accept that? Well, first let me ask this, Tevin Samuels. Yes. Uh, are, are you in a relationship? Like you give so much advice. Are you in a relationship? Uh, I've been divorced twice, but I have a lot of uh, younger. No can do. All right, bitch, you going too far. No can do. Well, before I was so rudely interrupted, uh, Lil Duval, that's another uh, one of my friends, actually. A high value man. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to um, Lil Duval out there. Uh, we got to get back up, man. But um, I, Tevin Samuels, have been divorced uh, twice, I believe. That's I have terrible. a daughter from a marriage. And uh, right now I have numerous um, 20-year-old uh, female companions who know that I do not desire to be married again. I do not want more children. And, um, yes. So, no, I am not in what you would call – uh, well, what someone uh, who is not in my caliber would call uh, a committed relationship. Well, it, it <laughs> sounds like to me. I do my thing, brother. <laughs> you it, know, I just do my thing. <laughs> it, it sounds like to me you're a two-time loser in relationships. Well, <laughs> I didn't leave those uh, marriages. And uh, everyone who watches my show knows that I have never cheated in any one of my marriages. Okay. So don't that, don't uh, don't put that, that out my there. My ex-wife left me, sir. Don't put she that out. Well, shit. I I can understand why. Shit. She needs to get ghosts. <laughs> Man, look here. I'm telling you, women out here are dying to be with high-value men, sir. I don't understand how you could think any differently. Well, you know, I, I differ with you. You sound like a two-time loser to me. Um, they left you for a reason, and uh, hey, that's just it, brother. We 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 differ. All right. Well, I, Tevin Samuels, am going to sign off right now because uh, <laughs> being such a high value man, I have very expensive things and shopping to go do. So I am just going to have to catch you later there, Mr. G. Phrase. Uh, shout out to your show. Uh, I tried to watch uh, Sunday Morning Good News, but uh, 
I was uh, shining watches at that time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you have a great night, brother. And I will uh, hopefully see you on the Kevin Samuel show one day because you have made Middle Passes Media something that can make you also a high value man. So you can come live the life like I live. Gotcha. Keep your head up, brother. Uh, all right. So now you got all that out of the way. You understand what I'm saying? But like, that's his show. Like that yeah, I gotta start show. watching it more. You understand what I'm saying? But like, honestly, I know we were joking around doing that, but I was, you know, I was doing a, you know, a, a, a parody of them. But like, that's really what they talk about. The women get on there and they start talking about how important it is, how they don't want to work, how they don't want to do stuff after they get married. And I'm sitting there like, well, I don't really know what to tell you. Because if yeah. that's where you put your value at, I, I, this is what I feel. I agree with Tevin Samuels in. Tevin's, oh, okay, gotcha. Kevin, oh, my bad. I don't agree with my bad with Kevin Samuels. I agree with Kevin Samuels on this okay. point. If a woman wants to value money first, don't complain about getting cheated on. Don't complain if your man out there in the streets because that shouldn't matter to you, right? If you place yeah. so much value in money, shoot, let them get it in. It's not like you said, uh, what's very important to you? And you said, oh, um, I want a man to be faithful to me. I want a man that supports me. I want a man. You didn't, you didn't value any of that. So in my opinion, I say if that's the type of dude that you're going to go for, like uh, I had posted on Facebook about the girl that was at uh, Trey Young's uh, NBA draft, and then now she ended up at, at some NFL players draft, right? So it's <laughs> obvious she ain't messing with no regular dude. So if that dude was to go out and cheat on her, I don't feel sorry for it because you knew what it was going to be because you had the opportunity. Every woman out there, I don't care if you know it's oprah all the way down to the woman you know working at waffle house somewhere you all got the opportunity and the option to decide who you want to be to another thing i agree with tevin samuel saying is women control access to sex men control access to relationships and marriages yeah. i 100 agree with that as well so because the relationship and the marriages is something that we control i will say this if a woman puts the number one priority for her significant other as money, then he owes her no loyalty except for to make sure everything, you know, she got that platinum card and she can go spend how she wants to. She shouldn't really, in my opinion, be concerned about what else he's doing because that's not what you value. Because if fidelity was something that you value, you would have put it higher on the list. Yeah. That's just the way I look at it. I'm not saying it's right. But I agree with him. If you're dating an NBA player, you really expect for him just to be with you. I think that's dumb because nobody forced you to be with an NBA player. Well, but, Go ahead. I, but I, I say this here too, though. Like, yeah, because that's a catchy situation because they wasn't marrying for love. Exactly. They wasn't, when they got with the NBA player, they knew he was an NBA player. They knew he, he had a bankroll out this world. Come on. So, so yeah, they they most that's why I believe most of those women get into those relationships unless it's a high school sweetheart like LeBron, right? Yeah, it's been some it, of those. Yeah, Cole, even Cole, well, Cole cheated, but um, I think was Dame, I think Damian Lillard. Well, no, 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 never mind, never mind. I, I saw somebody else, and they showed they oh uh, uh Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry and his wife. They've been together since high school since Cole, 
Yeah, Cole was a rookie. I mean, I think he met his girl in, in school somewhere around there, too. But you, it's rare case that you find this in, in, in the athletic world. Right. Right. So most of them, you're right. I believe that they eventually start to love this person. Mm-hmm. Right. But initially, no, I'm with a ball player. Exactly. No. And that's my point. Like you said, I I think I, I view it differently if you had it like, let's just say you have been balling all your life. It doesn't necessarily mean just because you're a good ball player in high school that you're going to be able to make it to the next level. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's been somebody's girlfriend, he get a, a SEC scholarship and he's going to go play ball and people talking about him going to the league, but you've been rocking with him since ninth grade, I don't feel like you just rode a meal ticket. You could have, no. but you at least put the work in to be there. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, I've already been drafted. I already got my check. Now I'm out in Midtown, and you see me hopping out of my uh, Ferrari or something like that, and you like, oh, who is that? Oh, that's the number one draft pick from the Falcons. And now yeah. you're trying to pull up. No, ma'am. You understand what I'm saying? If you're going to pull up on me on a Ferrari, then how uh, how many other women do you think are going to pull up on me in a Ferrari? You understand yeah. what I'm saying? That's the reason why I say I don't have no sympathy for women who marry these dudes when they know they are when they when when they are known name when you got with them. They're mm-hmm. a known successful, very very rich name when you got with them. Otherwise, I mean, I, I I think I agree with what you were saying earlier. But if you knew who I was when when you got with me, yeah. and I was some type of big time person, you'd be like, it's almost impossible to think that you just air quote. Oh, I really think he's a good person. No, you're marrying for the wrong reasons, and that's the reason why yeah. a lot of things in our community are jacked up because of the importance of money but i also disagree with what kevin samuel was saying earlier when he talks about the amount of money that's necessary to live a good life yeah all that money is not necessary i'm like once again if you say you got to have a mercedes once again who is the mercedes for don't get me wrong mercedes is a very nice car bmws very nice cars but they still got four wheels and get you from point a to point b still got to put gas in them or even if you got a damn tesla you still got to charge that thing so it's like yeah, I just think like my thing is people focus too much on money, and from a man, from a especially from a man perspective, right? Have you ever seen a woman wearing some sort of designer thing? You was like, oh snap, look at Shawty with that with that blank nope. blank. Nope, you never. Know what I'm saying, have you ever seen a woman pull up in a car and she busted, but the car is nice, and you be like, dang, Shawty bad. Just because of the car she's in. Nope. You might like the car, but you ain't going to give the woman no extra credit just because she in the car. Uh-uh. But that's my point. I feel like too much is being, uh, pl- too much too much emphasis is being placed on materialism. And that's the reason why I think a lot of times people fail. Yeah, me because too. Because you're focused on things that don't matter. If you focused on what is the caliber and quality of this man versus how much money he can make. That's the that's the point that I always tell people because I remember one little thing and then I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up. I used to do this thing and I and I used to ask the women. I said, let me ask you a question: If a man makes sixty thousand dollars and you make sixty thousand dollars, do you view that as a hundred and twenty thousand dollar household? And a lot of women would be like, yeah, let's combine it together. We should buy cars and houses based on one hundred and twenty thousand. I said, well, see, that's the reason why it's difficult to obtain wealth in this country. Because if you live at the $60,000 threshold, right, and Mm -hmm. she just took all her money and saved it, y'all would be doing way better. 
than trying to live at 120,000 because guess what? You're you going to be living differently. Mm-hmm. But people are so concerned about this their image and stuff like that. But uh, that's all I got, brother. You got anything else? Yeah, man. I want to say a quick shout out to uh, the, the cryptocurrency folks out there. Uh, I, I invested probably a few weeks ago on the, uh, what is it? The, the dog Doge? eco. Yeah, Dogecoin? Dogecoin, yeah. Okay. I got, uh, it said my quality 41. My quality is 41, right? Okay. And it's, it's up. It's up big today, man. I appreciate it. I'm waiting for the touch of hundo so I can get the hell about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my dog is now in the, in the crypto, man. Uh, well, yeah. Welcome, Here you go. I'm checking okay. it out. You man. got a little doge on the, uh, on the Robin Hood. Yeah. Okay. I see you big Yeah. Home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. You know, hey, I'm waiting for the touch of hundred because Mark Cuban said he's pushing it. Elon yeah, Musk pushing it. Yeah. Man, so it's, I, what it say? I, I don't really understand it. So you, you can tell you got me real quick. It say quality forty one. Is those forty one shares? Quantity forty one. Yeah. For, well, for, I own forty one well, shares. Well, well, what's the different thing? It's to say price on Robinhood. I forget what it looked like, but your quantity should be like the number of coins you got. So if it say forty one, that means you got forty one coins. Okay, well, that's what it's saying. Like, but it well, but it should be like uh more than likely it should be like a fraction. I mean like a, a decimal number. Yeah, it would say average cost zero point uh three three two six yep. eight three. So that means that the average cost that you bought at was thirty three cents. So whatever is trading over now means that that's what you got over there. So if it's thirty three was your average cost and it's trading at forty one, it basically means you got eight cents for every one. So if you had a hundred coins, you would have made eighty dollars. Oh shit. I wish I, I just somebody told me about it and I saw it and I just jumped into it. A couple extra dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no doubt, man. Yeah, no, I mean I, that's what I do, man. I just try to do it uh, uh, on a daily, but you know, it's it is what it is. I can't, I can't always do it, but uh, it is what it is. But uh, good brother, let the people know what you got going on, man. And uh, once again, man, I apologize for what's going on there at Libre. Uh, I've been on the the computer and on the phone with these cats for like the past the whole weekend, and it'll work because it worked. Uh, shout out to Jeff on the right. Who came through and we had a great Mortal Kombat discussion on Saturday. Work I gotta watch that, fine. man. Man, great, 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 great show with me and Jeff, man. We broke that, we broke it all the way down, had the video games on there, man. I mean, it was a really, really good discussion. Worked perfectly fine on Libre TV. I ran a little test run today, worked perfectly fine. Then all of a sudden, five minutes before the show, something happened at the server again. I'm like, man, this is foolishness, but uh, I'm gonna get it figured out because every day, you know, every problem has a solution. So I'm gonna work it out. But uh, what you got going on, brother? Um, I'm gonna give y'all a couple pre-recorded shows this week. Uh, I apologize for yesterday. Your boy was tied up in a bunch of stuff, so I didn't do it because I'll be out of town this weekend. But I'm working on getting the pre-recorded shows uh, for Sunday Good News and um, Correct the Podcast. So I'm gonna have them up and ready to go. I'm just gonna schedule them. They're gonna drop. That's how it's gonna go because I'll be out of town. You know, I, I won't get back till Sunday night, so not even time, not even enough time to do the shows. But uh, once again, Middle Passage Media, also to uh, soon coming real soon. I feel like a CEO of a record label because I got an artist coming up, right? Okay. <laughs> I got, okay. I got a, I got somebody who he's in prison. I threw it out there a couple more times. He's in prison, been on his twenty seventh year, and uh, yeah, Bird. I ain't gonna rob him though. I ain't gonna lose. I make some money. I ain't gonna take his bread like Bird man do, right? But there you go. But I got I got like five podcasts ready to launch for Doctor's Couch Podcast, 
And also, uh, I think I got like four blogs ready to go for Doctor's Couch blog. It's a brother who's been locked up for 27 years. He's doing life without parole. Somebody that I soldier with on the yard. So uh, good brother, don't need to be in prison, need to be out. And so we got this content coming off from Middle Passage Media. And also too, I mean, I'm talking with other people, which I'm turning Middle Passage Media into a platform for people that's in prison. So that's what okay. that's what's going on over there. And just okay. give these brothers and sisters a voice out in society, man. So I'm working. Okay. That's what's up. Speaking of giving these brothers and sisters a voice, uh, a good friend of the show is about to start her own podcast. And uh, that should be coming out here pretty soon. Uh, Dr. Nikki Johnson is uh, going to be starting her own little podcast, man. So I believe she's going to definitely be on the Libre. I'm, 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 I'm trying to assist her with whatever knowledge that I do have. And uh, we're working on some things right now. But uh, I believe her podcast will be dropping in the next two weeks. If, you know, God willing and everything goes right, uh, she got some guests. But it's going to be, a, you know, man, a different, a different, definitely something different. Nikki, we love you. Yeah, she's going to be talking about medical care and patient privilege and trying to get people different That's things, different dope. aspects of the uh, the medical profession. She's going to be interviewing doctors and nurses and That's uh, people dope. that, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot different. So like I said, man, once again, uh, you know, we trying to give you a whole spectrum of content over here at Libre. You know what I mean? So it's not just politics. It's not just social relationships. But like I said, you know, we got comics. Now we're going to be adding a medical show. I just need a handyman now just to show people how to fix stuff all the time. That would be great. So hopefully I'm going to get one of them type of dudes that just come on here and show you how to fix stuff. But hey, we out here working. Um, tomorrow, if uh, if I can't get the server working tomorrow, I'm going to still do a critical inception. I'm just going to upload it because, um, you know, that's one of the shows that is a Libre exclusive, so I can't just do it to Facebook or Twitter because it'll get blocked. Uh, Wednesday, we'll be back for the Purple Peel. Got now a great we show. We're going to be on uh, um, uh, Facebook for Twitter? I mean, not Twitter, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, we'll uh, be on Facebook. We'll be yeah, on Facebook talk for Wednesday. Okay, cool. Wednesday, yeah, we definitely going to do some live shows. I mean, some live call-ins, and uh, yeah, we're going to start to change it up a little bit. But uh, yeah. That is pretty much all I got, man. Kamikage will be back this Saturday. Uh, I might have a guest on. Uh, I believe the name of this title is is Hulk, the greatest superhero ever. Uh, guy want to come on, yeah, the Hulk. So uh, a guy yeah. wanted to have that conversation. Hey, well, hey, look, we gonna we gonna debate it uh, this Saturday. I got to check in with my dog. Uh, you know, uh, one of my fellow uh, uh, truckers out there in the Twitterverse. So uh, shout out to my dog out there. Uh, you know, BBW, uh, fat chick, thigh lover. So shout out to my dog out there, man. But uh, yeah, he got <laughs> he got that that name is hilarious, man. But uh, that's pretty much all I got, brother. Uh, you got anything else? That's it, man. I wish everybody have a blessed day on purpose. All right, that's what's up, man. Like I said, uh, as I always say on the Brown Paper Bag Podcast, not about where you started, it's about who you finished with. We've been the Brown Paper Bag Podcast. We'll see everybody again next Monday.